Welcome to the last episode of Lost in the Shuffle. It is New Year's Eve. I am dressed to the nines because I have a very special guest today. I have a friend from second grade, a very close friend, a groomsman, a former roommate, a entrepreneur, a real awesome dude. We have today co-owner with him and his wife of Life and Zest, Zach Kobus. What's up, fam? What is going on? Sheffield Shuffler, PD, thank you so much for having me, man. I uh, have been dying to, uh, I'm kind of a little uh, uh, number one fan, dude. I've been with you since Ride or Die, right? You are. 511 North Sheffield, dude. I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, you know why You know why it's the name Sheffield, bro? You were there. Man, you have no idea. You have no idea, but uh, uh, come full circle. I can't believe it's been second grade all the way till, you know, starting our own little businesses, man. And uh, How was that intro? Dude, man, that was, uh, I feel like I needed to like walk out. I'm ready to freaking fight, dude. I'm, I'm ready to go. You got dude, you last, last day of the year, baby. Oh, hell yeah, man. Let's fucking make it count. Let's, uh, let's have some fun. So for everybody that doesn't know, um, this is Zach Kobus, one of my lifelong best friends. I love this kid. He started, him and his wife have started their own company. So they're entrepreneurs. Um, Zach, I want you to walk us through exactly what Life and Zest is um, and kind of your vision going into the new year. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, how, how you got started into this and um, kind of where it's going. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, you know, so obviously everybody in life, you know, we, we try to find exactly that passion, what we were really trying to do. And, uh, you know, went through college, tried, tried the corporate life, tried the nine to five. And, um, you know, me and Leah just on the weekends, just really kind of started experimenting, especially with margaritas, moving to Texas, tequilas, tequilas, bourbon here, you know, there's just so much of it. It's, uh, so we got really into making margaritas and just kind of having and some fun experimenting there and really, really kind of found this passion for the craft cocktail and, and the, the history of the cocktail. Um, I'm not a big reader, but I mean, I can fly through a, a cocktail book reading about all the history. I mean, that's really what got me into this. And so I, I sort of, you know, long story short, moved to Dallas, came back home with, with my wife, Leah and, uh, you know, really realized I love the service industry and the passion and for, for hospitality and, uh, you know, kind of just forced my way behind the bar. And, uh, you know, as we all know, the, the pandemic hit and especially my industry, it, uh, it really, it took a toll on everyone, you know, from front of house to back of house. I mean, there was no work for a month minimum. And, uh, during that time was really when I kind of had the idea for Life and Zest. Um, you know, we had bought the domain Life and Zest all the way back in Austin, like I was talking about, you know, just discovering our passion for this and, uh, you know, really wanted to bring the brand to fruition. So, you know, starting Life and Zest, I realized I wanted to keep in the, in the industry of hospitality, but trying to have a few different avenues outside of just being behind a bar where 
you don't know what's going to happen the next day. You really don't know. I mean, anything can happen, whether it's a pandemic, whether a restaurant is not able to keep their doors open. Products are super expensive right now. Everything, it's really, really hard to, to run an establishment correctly and actually be successful in this industry. So, and one of the one of the things that that I think was important too is that you have learned a lot along the way to help you be where you are right now and successful in this industry. Like you said, you don't just make drinks, like you know how to build menus. You know how to do that for for restaurants and bars. Absolutely, and that's you know that's kind of where I wanted to take that that experience and and build it into, you know, what life and zest is now. So I kind of break it down into to three little categories of the company. Um, what you just touched on, you know, as far as building menus, with local restaurant tours, looking, working with local restaurants, um, chefs, bartenders, whoever needs the help as far as curating a cocktail menu, whether that's something that is seasonal, whether it's something, you know, just, uh, an annual menu, whatever you need, I'm there to help create that from the ground up. And and really what I mean by that is, you know, it's not just creating the cocktail as far as selecting the ingredients, but if you need help wording the menu, um, you know, anything, education as far as your, your, your bar staff goes, I'm there to really kind of make sure that, you know, the product that I'm putting in front of you it's not just a great product presented by me. It's something that regardless if I'm there or not, it will still represent what I would be proud of regardless of who's serving it to you. Right. So I want to make sure that all these places that everyone that's working there has the knowledge and, and kind of give them that passion that, you know, that sparked me to be in this industry. You know, it's not, it's not for everybody. It really isn't, but you know, it's one of those things where, each and every day, just seeing a person have a smile on their face and, and truly leave a little bit happier than they came. I know the cliche saying it really does. Well, make every bar that I've left, I've always left happier. You know what? You, it's something bad if you leave a bar <laughs> less happy than you went in. That's just that that is that is a place that you should not be uh, should not be returning to. But, Amen. Oh, yeah, brother. I but, thought this yeah, was, so that was that's kind of the first aspect. And then, you know, breaking it down from there, the other two things is kind of what we're doing right now. Um, cocktail classes, uh, whatever people want, right? It, I have a few curated packages on my website. Um, so if you really don't know where you want to start, here's a few packages for you. I have about six different options for you up front. You can pick right from those or you can customize it, right? If you already know what you're trying to do, you just want to learn how to make, make a specific cocktail better. Great. You tell me what you tell me what you're looking for. I'll put that together for you as well. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, and then doing those private events. I mean, just any sort of any sort of event. I mean, I've done you know little local concerts, um, you know local engagements, um, anything that you're looking for where you just need someone behind a bar serving something more than just you know a beer or a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And And I thought this, this was, I wanted to have you on today because I thought this would be a perfect time. It's around the holidays. Most of my viewers are sports guys. They like football, baseball, basketball, you know, so they're big into sports. But like you said, 
I don't want to always have, you know, a beer or maybe like a little different, like it's Christmas. Hey guys, look, look what I learned to make. I made this cocktail. That's awesome. It's, it looks great. It's a nice presentation. So when people have people over for new year's tonight, I thought that'd be a great idea. Like, Hey, here are three simple drinks with concepts that you can make to kind of elevate. Yeah. That experience you have the boys over and Hey, you want a cocktail, you know, you make something special. It's not just, you know, glug, glug, glug and a chaser, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's kind of, you know, sort of what I put together today too. It's, you know, it is New Year's Eve today. So I know stores are a little crazy. You may not be able to get out and, and grab anything, but I know everyone at home has a lemon, has a lime, an orange, a bottle. Let's be real. <laughs> of our favorite bourbon, our favorite vodka, our favorite gin, whatever spirit we're drinking. And then, you know, I, all I whipped up really that I had to put, you know, some blood, sweat and tears into, which was absolutely zero, was a little bit of simple syrup, man. And simple syrup, for those that don't know, the, it is right in the name. It is a the most simplest of syrups. Um, it is just water and sugar. And I'll be honest, I didn't measure anything today course when i'm putting something together for an actual bar or an establishment i will sure be more precise on my measurements but all we need to be making sure is that you have about equal parts sugar to equal parts water stir that up and you're good to go absolutely that's really all it is so like i said all i have today is that little bit of simple syrup for us i have a little bit of lemon juice so what is this? So what are we doing? We're getting into the first drink now. So tell yeah, us what so, this is. So, and then, so I was just going to say, and then I'm just walking around my house. I had some lemon juice. I had some simple syrup. And then I have a bottle of rye and I have a bottle of bourbon. You know, so I just pulled out a George Dickel rye over here and a nice little old Forester bourbon. You know, nothing crazy. You know, some bottles I have open on the shelf. But, you know, I kind of wanted to do it where you start off a little light. You know, we work into our, you know, our little sippers, right? Okay. So yeah, the first drink that we're going to do today is just going to be a nice bourbon or rye highball. And so what I mean by a highball, it doesn't even have to be in a highball glass like this. It can be in a rocks glass like this. It doesn't matter as long as you have a vessel, (laughs) something to hold the actual booze in there, right? So all that we're doing today is a whiskey highball. And, And what a whiskey highball is, is just a little bit of club soda, whiskey, and you express a nice little peel on the top. So I'm going to use a little bit of a lemon today. You can use orange. But I personally, myself, when I'm when I'm drinking bourbon or I'm drinking rye, I I prefer the little bit more spice that you'll get, a little bit more kick in a in a rye um, rather than than a bourbon. Um, mm-hmm. Each his own. Um, but so what I'm using today is jigger, a jigger. Okay. Hard J. Yeah. Yeah. Hard R. Hard R. It, uh, it measures, it measures precisely, but once again, we don't need to be precise on this. If we're at home, you drink what you feel is right. So if you're a one shot kind of guy or a two shot kind of guy, whatever you're feeling. Um, but for these purposes, if I'm building this in a bar, if I was building this for anyone coming over to my house, I would be measuring out an ounce and a half of my favorite bourbon, my favorite rye, or whatever I have open. Now, when they say drink responsibly, Zach, that's the measurement that you're going off of. Yeah, you know, I mean, once again, that and a half can be multiplied uh, pretty easily. But, uh, you know, uh, 
we try to, you know, we try to around here have, you know, uh, one drink to, to one glass of water. But once again, because everybody's, everybody's taste isn't the same either. Some, some really like that strong alcohol and others just want to, yeah, enjoy like a, a, a flavorful cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so like, once again, and this is something too, where, uh, you know, this can be, we're using bourbon today, but it doesn't have to be, it, I can, I can be switched this out right now to a vodka, to a gin, uh, to a tequila. And, and really it's still going to be just a, as delicious of a cocktail. It really is, like I said, up to your preference on, on what you're drinking. So really that is the only labor that we're having to do in this cocktail, which is the most beautiful part about it. So adding that rye, adding that bourbon, whatever you want to do. I'm an ice guy. So I like to ice it all the way up to the top. Adding ice all the way up to the top. My lovely, my lovely wife and assistant is going to do me one huge favor and grab me a lovely Topo Chico. We have to keep those in the fridge, keep them nice, bright, crisp. It is the drink of Texas. Um, it's just our club soda. And it's a club soda, right? Yeah. It's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than that. But so as she runs over there and I'm holding the phone live, don't mind me. I'm just going to be doing a nice peel of lemon. So, once again, lemon, orange, doesn't matter. We can do whatever we like. So in this case, I'm going to be doing the lemon. So I'm actually going to show you guys a little up close here for anybody that is joining us on live. So what we like to do is just, is just express it. So how I'm holding it here, you can see up close that pit, that white part is facing me. So you want to make sure the outside of the skin is facing the glass. And so that way, when we go to actually pinch the peel, it expresses that oil out onto the rim of the glass, which is really nice because when we go and actually grab the glass and we take that sip. Give it a nice rub down. That nose is that nice, bright, crisp lemon. So I'll add that on top. And like I said, our lovely Topo Chico. We just fill that right up to the brim there for us. And then I'll just take my lovely bar spoon here, just incorporate everything for us. And that, my friends, is what we just call a nice whiskey highball. Look at that. First delicious drink of the day. Cheers, Petey. Cheers. You got something over there? Yeah, I got my beer. Dude, that looks great. Once again. How's she taste? Right. Oh, man. It, it, once again, right on the nose, I get that effervescence of the of the club soda and that nice bright acidity from the lemon, that nice little bite from that rye. It's what I need to start off my New Year's Eve. You know? And honestly, Zach, tell me if I'm wrong. It's it's the little details like that, uh, the expressing of the the fruit, the rubbing it on the glass, those kind of things. Um, sometimes they they'll do like a smokiness. They do like they burn the board or whatever. Like those little details really just kind of like yeah, elevate the cocktail, right? Yeah, you know, uh, the fancy term we like to use behind the bar is called aromatics. Uh, okay. that, that that nice aromatic on a cocktail is really nice. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever have heard of a Sazerac before, but one of the oldest cocktails in the book that incorporates absinthe. And really what they did in their cocktail is they just rinsed the glass in absinthe. So they didn't even have the oh, wow. drink, right? It's just that first thing that adds that nice little nose to the cocktail, adds that little extra depth, right? So to your point, you can do that with smoke. You can do it with 
citrus oils. You can do it with bitters. You can really do it with a, a lot of different, uh, you know, little ingredients here and there. But um, yeah, so we'll move on. This one is going to be a nice shaking cocktail. So I wanted to incorporate a few, just one of each, right? So building glass, super simple. Boom, done. First cocktail. Second one, we get to show off our shaking skills. Yeah. A little shaking here and a nice little whiskey sour. One of my favorites as far as a bourbon drink goes. But once again, super, super simple. And the best part about this cocktail is it's so versatile. The three ingredients in this cocktail that we're using today, spirit. In this case, we're using bourbon, lemon juice, and simple syrup. And once again, this is a whiskey sour with, with a bourbon or a rye in it. We can go ahead and swap out the spirits, maybe top it off with some club soda, top it off with some bubbles since it is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We have a completely different cocktail, right? So with these few ingredients, just tweaking a few things here or there, it's, it's um, really kind of impressive how many cocktails you can with just a little few ingredients you have with you. But so today, once again, I'm going to be using my rye for my whiskey sour. So the ingredients on this one, we're going to bump up the, the amount of spirit on this one. So we're going to go with two ounces, two ounces of a nice little rye. So, okay. you know, if you're drinking responsibly, now it's bumped up to two, you know, there are <laughs> rules of, uh, of drinking. They're, they're pretty fluid, you know, let's be real. Hey, I'm not driving. <laughs> Uber, Lyft, right? Let's be real. No one should be driving these days. So Moving on, we got our spirit in there. We got two ounces of our of our rye. We got our citrus here. So using lemon juice, I'm going to do 0.75 ounces or three quarter ounces of lemon juice. So Zach, if people aren't like mathematicians like myself, when you say yes. 0.75, you just filled up the jigger all the way to the top. Is that 0.75? No, the best part about these jiggers is they have lines in them. Okay. The best part is, so this one right here, quick little education on the one I'm using in front of me. This one is called a Japanese style jigger, okay? So with this one, it has the, the large side is two ounces. The small side is one. So on the two ounce side in our first drink, when we did one and a half ounces, mm-hmm. marking in the inside of that, that, that indicates one and a half ounces. Little grooves, right? Yep, little yeah. groove right there that goes all the way around it. So I just know to pour up to there for one and a half. In this case, the last drink that we just were working right now, I had the two right all the way up to the top of that full one on the big side. And to your point, that 0.75 or three quarter ounces, on the one ounce side, there's a marker that has three quarter ounce, half ounce, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Measurements that you need just to be, once again, if you're really trying to be precise. Yeah. We went ahead and we poured a little over that three quarter ounce or a little under. It's okay. It's still going to taste great. It's just a little bit of perfectionist in me. Um, you know, it's, it's, I've been so, I, I'm so used to using a jigger in cocktails now. Um, that it's weird it, not to. Naked not using it. Yeah. So, um, but so then that three quarter ounce, we're going to repeat that with our simple syrup here. Remember, that's just a nice little combination of sugar and water. That's all it is. All we're doing here. So adding that sugar and adding that lemon juice. When we shake this cocktail, the reason that we shake it is citrus dries out a cocktail. So when you aerate citrus, it adds a drying component. So with 
that bourbon and with that sugar, we need to dry that out because it's too sweet, right? So adding that, adding that little bit of lemon juice balances out the cocktail. And then to finish it, this is our ingredient. Everyone has probably seen a bottle of Angostura bitters before. You can buy this at a grocery store. You can buy it at any liquor store. Anywhere that you find any sort of bitters, this will be definitely on the shelves. It is the oldest style bitters. It is from Trinidad and Tobago. When you think about bitters, think about the salt and pepper to your food. Mm. Without that salt and pepper, without seasoning that food. You're basic. (laughs) Yeah, there's no other better way to put it than that. But yeah, the flavors just don't pop, right? You know, you, you need to have that salt. You need to have that pepper to really bring everything out. So in this case, I just have my nice fancy bottle over here. We just do two dashes of that Angostura. And so what I'm demonstrating here, people get really afraid of, of bitters. They, they, they kind of, eh, eh. Yeah, pussyfoot it. Yeah, and you know, eh, there's, that's the best way to put it too. So what we do here is we want to put it completely upside down and just, just nice and controlled so it has a nice long drop rather than these little, little drops, right? They're more, more consistent. So it's just two of those nice, consistent drops in there. That's just going to bind everything together. It's going to bind our bourbon. It's going to bind our lemon, our, our sugar. And it's really going to make the cocktail completely well-rounded here for us. But as far as ingredients are concerned, that is it. Our two ounces of our rye, three-quarter ounce of our lemon, and that three-quarter ounce simple. I'll just add my ice to my shaker. And when we're adding ice to a shaker, make sure you add a decent amount of ice. If you don't have enough ice in the shaker, what happens is it'll dilute too fast. So basically, you want to make sure that you can still taste that bourbon, right? You still want to make sure that that, that cocktail is still yeah. to it. So make sure you add a decent amount of ice to that shaker so it doesn't dilute the cocktail. Start melting, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You also want to make sure you add the ice after all the ingredients, right? Because you don't want that just melting in your, in your tin. So then I'm also just going to go ahead, ice my glass. I like a lot of ice. It is whatever you prefer. So this is the most fun part about any sort of cocktail is shaking it up. All you really want to make sure is that opposite side of the tin, it is nice and secure. Give it a nice little pound. And we never put a glass in there, right? No. I'm sorry. I know there's plenty of bars out there that love doing it. But especially at home, please don't do that. Leave it to the professionals. If they want to use a glass, go ahead. But there's way too many accidents that can happen. Yeah. So let's, let's I've seen it. What we're drinking out of, you know, it can be classy and we're drink out of a glass, but uh, yeah, don't be an ass and don't use a glass. Hey, to make sure that's going to be my slogan when I run for office next year, you know? Yeah. I got you on the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now this is the best part. You, you, you shake to your own rhythm, whatever it is, everyone has their own shake. So all we're going to do here is shake it up for a nice good 15 seconds or so. Best way to really tell that tin in your hand is going to be nice and be nice and cold. It's going to let you know when you're ready. And that cocktail is nice and aerated and perfect. There we go. Oh, yeah. Look at that, guys. Guys, look at that shake. Look at that one-hander. Baby. <laughs> look at him go. 
Let's break that off. So all we here do is take our palm and we want to hit it right on the side of the tin. You'll hear a nice little like release that just pops right off. You just make sure, hey, no, no drop left behind in there, right? Now, right here, we have our nice little strainer. So this is called a Hawthorne strainer. So in this case, I'm going to use two strainers, my Hawthorne strainer and a nice little conical strainer. So why I'm using two strainers here is I already have ice in my cocktail. I don't want all those other little shards in there. Mm -hmm. Hawthorne strainer will grab some of those shards. But just to double check and make sure I get all of them, I use my conical strainer just to double strain all of that excess ice. That yeah. No shardies at this party. Oh, man. You are just killing them today, Pete. Look how perfect that is, too. Perfect uh, amount in there. You know, when you do it a few thousand times, uh, you, you, you get pretty good at, at the measurements. So... No cocktail is a complete cocktail unless it has a garnish. Exactly. In the industry, a garnish can be up, can add up to 20% value to a cocktail. So while at home, it may not seem like something that important, but when you see some of these elaborate garnishes at these bars and restaurants you go to, I mean, there is some love and labor put in all the way to the garnish. So, you know, when you do see some of the prices, sometimes you just have to actually really wonder and really think about how much effort, you know, these bartenders are really putting into each and every piece of the cocktail for you. And also one thing I learned from John Taffer is called perceived value, Zach. So when you see a cocktail and it looks beautiful, you are willing to pay that extra amount because that was well-crafted, right? Just like anything else. So that perceived value of your cocktail really, like you said, kind of can elevate the price, your clientele, everything with that. And to just add on to that, um, the first thing you do is you drink with your eyes. You don't, the amount of times I have made a cocktail and served a cocktail and people without even knowing what's in it, by just seeing someone else have that cocktail, they're like, Ooh, I want one of those. Right. Well, the first thing you do is, is drink with your eyes. So, you know, that extra little thing to make it that, that cocktail, just a little bit more pretty really goes a long way. Yeah, I eat with my nose, you know, so. Wait till, wait, till, wait till you see this bad boy. I'm going to have Leah come up close here and show you what I garnished this one with. All this here is a lemon. So it's a dehydrated lemon. So for all of the, for all y'all at home who don't have a dehydrator, I'm sure you have an oven. You just need to basically not use your oven for a day if you want to use this at home. But all you need to do is just have some sort of low heat, what, 125, 135? Cut some nice thin slices of lemon, lime, orange, any sort of citrus, and just set them on a tray. All that oxygen, everything is, is dissipated out of the out of the citrus, and it and it gives it this nice dark color. It's really, really neat. It, it's a great way to be sustainable, not throwing away any of your, your spilled fruit. So, like for example, this this lemon that I've taken a couple peels from. I can just slice this up, add it to a dehydrator, or add mm -hmm. it to the oven, dehydrate this, and then repurpose it as a garnish rather than just tossing it. Throwing it away. Beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. So we want to be sustainable, especially in this day and age. Um, so our finished product here for our nice whiskey salad. Like I said, we have two ounces of our bourbon or our rye, three-quarter ounce or 0.75 of lemon, followed by 0.75 or three-quarter ounce of that simple syrup. And that beautiful little lemon garnish there. 
Cheers, Petey. I have Cheers. That looks great. I was looking at it on the live because uh, you got a nice close-up on it. Yeah, yeah. Once again, uh, I'm, you can't see her beautiful face right now, but uh, the, the live, for anybody who's joined us live, thank you so much. Is my gorgeous wife, Leah, back there. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh. She is the life to my zest. Yes. The whole life and zest, a little, a little backstory on the name as well. It is also her beautiful idea. She's she's creative, so you know she's behind. So shout out to Leah. Love you, Leah. I love Love you. you. (laughs) Oh, these whiskey sours are actually going to be a great cocktail for all all of our all these husbands out there. Have our wives who are looking for a nice drink. I don't drink bourbon. Yes, you do. You give them a nice whiskey sour. I guarantee you, they'll be pleased. And so after you mix them up their nice whiskey sour, it's time for the boys to have a nice little old fashioned. So yeah, boys pay attention too, because you don't need to be always serving your buddies beer and Bud Light and, you know, uh, white claws and stuff like this. Get a nice cocktail. So pay attention to this. This is a staple cocktail, old fashioned, my favorite. Zach, take it away. You got it, baby. So I'm going to stick with that lovely rye. I like that nice little spice. I like to be sipping on my old fashions here. They just have a little bit more depth to me for a bourbon. So this cocktail, so, so simple. It is the only cocktail out there. Spirit, sugar, water, bitters. Back in the day, they didn't have ice. So they had to dilute it. So in this case, our water is our ice. So one ingredient, boom, done. Everybody's got ice. So most important piece, two ounces of bourbon or rye. And once again, make sure you pour that nice, nice hefty two ounce pour. Healthy. You don't want to be cutting yourself short. On we it. want to taste it. Exactly. Exactly. So that is the most important part of that cocktail right there. Moving on to the sugar part. Once again, as I talked about earlier, simple syrup. So simple. This <laughs> This one is not, you don't need to overdo this one. This one is where the jigger does come into play a little bit because you add a little bit too much sweetener, then it just becomes too, too, too sweet of a cocktail. Gotta let it sit, you know, you, you don't want to eat it. So the balance is important. Balance is way important. So no more than a quarter ounce of simple syrup. So once again, we'll always have a little quarter ounce in the inside. Just pour right to that line. If you want to go even less than that, I have a fancy bar spoon. You don't even need to use a fancy bar spoon. It can be a teaspoon, a tablespoon, whatever you want. Just adding that little bit of sugar for you. You know, just once again, everybody's different, but that that cocktail, if you're coming in and you're ordering an old-fashioned for me, you're going to be getting a quarter ounce of simple syrup, two ounces of your spirit, and then the most important part to this cocktail is our Angostura bitters. So once again, this bitters is going to bind everything together. It's our salt. It's our pepper. It's what finishes this cocktail. Once again, bourbon and, and simple syrup, that's just too sweet. That's gross. Nobody wants that. This is where it's all at. So as opposed to our whiskey sour, where we only did about two drops of, of, of bitters, we're going to bump this one up here. I'm going to go about four to five dashes, a good four to five dashes of your Angostura. And once again, they are very, very, when we do four to five dashes, we do that for a reason. It's quite potent. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
those bittering agents, there's, they're, they stick out, right? So take it, take it easy, you know, maybe start with, maybe start with three, maybe start with four, maybe start with five, wherever you want to. But my, my sweet spot for me is between that four to five. five. Uh, but once again, everybody to your taste buds, you kind of, you, you add as much or as little as you'd like. So I'm going to go with my four here. That's a nice four there. I like that amount. Feel It feels right. You know, once again, you do it after a long time, you get that feel too. You know, you just sort of know, you know, when it's ready, you know, it's like, it's like a chef. They don't yeah. have to. Like when I'm cooking a frozen pizza and I don't put a timer on, I've done this before. I know what it's supposed to look like. Expert. All right, just call me chef. <laughs> no, my, yeah, my, my wife always sets a timer, Zach, for the pizza. And I'm like, why, why are you setting a timer? Put it on. She does like the preheat. She preheats it and doesn't put anything in there. I'm like, it's getting hot. Put it in there. You know, she puts a timer for all this stuff. I'm like, just look at it. You know when it's done. Same thing with cookies. I've done this before. Why are you wasting? Why are you wasting good heat on the preheat? Right? No, it just makes no sense. Look at the thing, you know, maybe you have to open up your oven. You know, if you're like me, maybe the door isn't the cleanest. Get over it. A nice golden crust, but just give it a little peek. You know, yeah. it's, all, it's all in the field. It's all in the field. So I'm just icing my up over here, making sure I have a sufficient amount of ice. Once again, when we're stirring a cocktail, same thing. If we don't have enough ice, it's going to dilute too quick. So we want to make sure there's a, fish, a sufficient amount of ice. I'm using a mixing glass for this cocktail. Once again, I'm fancy. You don't need to do that. You can take, you can build an old fashioned right in the glass that you are drinking out of. Mm-hmm. It to be in a fancy, fancy mixing glass. I just wanted to look good for PD today. So I appreciate it. <laughs> my nice China, you know? Well, you might as well, man. You got the stuff, you know, if you got it, use it. Got it, flaunt it, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the experience. Absolutely. And once again, I'm sure we have all seen it at the bars now, those large format cubes, you know, a big, a big spear, a nice little rock. Um, it doesn't matter, whatever your preference is. I'm using just regular cubes today. I could have been fancy and pulled out a nice sphere, but I'm just going to use my nice simple cubes here. Yeah, sphere not. We don't care. Yes, fear not, baby. So the most important and most fun part about this cocktail is the stirring. So what we need to do in this cocktail is I take my hand and I just put it right on the outside of the glass. I have about a general rule of thumb, about 25 to 30 revolutions. A revolution one time around the glass. So one, two, three, four, five. We all know how to count to 30, right? So... <laughs> about 25 to 30 revolutions is what I do for a perfect old fashioned. I also just have my hand on the outside here just because I can feel it getting nice and cold. So again, I kind of just go off feel sometimes as well. So when it just has that nice feel on the outside, I'll know we're ready here. So I just gave it a few extra revolutions just because that uh, mixing glass was sitting there. So I just want to make sure it was properly cold and diluted. Taking my strainer because no one wants extra ice. We want the good stuff in the cocktail. So once again, just adding my strainer on here, pouring right into our glass here. Like a glove. Oh, yeah. And now for the most important part, 
So I have an orange and a lemon on this one. I've seen blueberries or blackberries as well, Zach. Is that okay? You know what? As long as you're not muddling those blueberries and blackberries. So what I mean by muddle is putting it in the bottom of the glass and, and mixing them all up. I don't want pieces of blueberry in my teeth when I'm drinking. Yeah, drink. I've had that. It gets chunky. Yeah, you know. I didn't order a smoothie. You know, I, I love the state of Wisconsin for the, the Dells. And that's about it. Cheese uh, curds. Yeah, cheese curds are great. But man, they really don't know how to do old fashions there. They, they muddle cherry orange and they use brandy and you know we don't need to be doing all that all we need to do when it comes to an orange for an old-fashioned is like we were doing earlier with our lemon it's expressing just, it that oil you just want the oil from the orange i do both so i like a little bit of lemon and i like a little bit of orange typically for me what i will do in my general rule of thumb is if you're making a bourbon old-fashioned I would typically go more orange. If you're going rye old-fashioned, I like the lemon. But once again, that is just general preference for me. So I'm going to rim both of these on the glass. Espress both of them. So when I twist it like this, it just gets that next extra little bit of little oil out of that cocktail. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and throw both of these just right in the inside of the glass. Leah can come and take a nice, beautiful pick there. So we just have that nice little bit of lemon, nice little orange oil right on the outside of the glass. Once again, when you grab it too, holding it in your hand, you actually can take it away and, and actually get the aroma still of the lemon and the orange. Get it on the nose. And the most important part, final part, how does it taste? <laughs> oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah, that that that's a good old fashioned there, my man. Beautiful, I, dude. I that's brag, but uh, you're missing out over here. I oh, I know I am. I wish you wish you weren't so far away, but uh, but everybody can hire you um, in the Dallas area to uh, kind of yes, do all this yes. stuff for them, or if you want to teach them, uh, if yes. you're in the Dallas area, Zach, are you going to do digital stuff like uh, online? Like if I'm not in Dallas, but I'm still interested in either classes or information that you have or, or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, as far as doing anything digital, um, we have the, the capacity to do so. Um, me personally, when it comes to the digital aspect, I like to just make sure that if we are doing it digitally, that putting together little kits for everyone, right? So, you know, it it might not be, you know, one of those classes where it's a, you know, you, you find your own ingredients, right? Bring everything to the class and you're ready sort of thing. I want to make sure that everyone sort of has everything all uniform. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So really the only thing, unfortunately, you know, shipping alcohol is, is a little difficult. Um, so the only thing that, you know, I will not apply is, is the booze aspect of it. Mm. Um, first and foremost, you know, what, what kind of, uh, cocktails that will be, we would be doing would be laid out up front. So people would have at least elaborate enough time to, you know, grab whatever spirit is necessary. Um, but yeah, putting together little kits for people is actually something that, you know, my wife and I have really been kind of just rattling our heads back and forth on, you know, it's sort of the kind of the next step that I really want to take with life and zest just to add an extra little revenue stream and, and to really kind of, you know, broaden people's horizons on, on the, 
the history of cocktails and how many cocktails are out there and that, I mean, we are not creating anything new. We are not reinventing the wheel here. Everything I've showed you today, I mean, they date back, old fashioned dates back to the 1800s, right? I mean, this is, mm-hmm. is tried and true. You know, we can put our spins on things here and there, but really just about showcasing what these amazing people, you know, the innovators of, of this industry, you know, what they were able to put together. I mean, it's just like music, right? The classics are never going to go away. These are mm-hmm. never going to go away, right? So, so learn them and, uh, you know, really just kind of have fun with the cocktail, right? Like, don't be intimidated by it. Um, you know, it's, 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 it can be a lot of fun. So I think, I think thing the two uh, is like a sense of, um, education and community. So like you touched on, you're like, yeah, you know, this has been done before, blah, blah. So has riding a bike, but Peloton is making billions of dollars or what millions, whatever, you know, like people know how to ride bikes and, you know, but it's now it's, now it's, uh, they're playing out that sense of community and the, uh, the engagement with uh, your riders and you have that sense of like community. So if you can, you know, you play on that or, you know, make that a part of, uh, your brand, like, it doesn't matter what has been done, what hasn't been done. Like I, I do sports shit. I make stupid videos. Like there's tons of people that do that, but what, you know, what draws people to you, that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I think that's what's so cool about this, right. Is, is cocktails. This, there's no secret here. These aren't secret recipes that I, that I, you know, dug up from yeah, Colonel Sanders, right? Like everybody shares everything because at the end of the day, I'll be honest, what I, what I put together for everyone here today, I know you can make them nice and tasty and delicious, but you're not going to make it like me. Well, that's where when you do have me, when you do hire me, I bring that extra element to it. You know, that extra little love and care really, I feel like is that, that secret ingredient that you, you can't add without just having that passion for it. Right. And same thing, you know, when it comes to you, right? Like everybody has their own little flair, right? But it's it's you that makes you so special, right? You know, mm-hmm. they can talk about the same things, but it's how you do it. So. I heard that. Well, thank you for making us and showing us all these cocktails. I'm not a big guy on um, New Year's resolutions because I believe if you want to make a change in your life, it should start today or tomorrow. You don't have to wait till January 1st about I'm going to be a new me. Fuck that. Do it right now. But in that same regard, what do you um, want or um, have goals for for the upcoming year for you and your brand and Leah and what are you guys kind of envisioning for this brand in 2022? Yeah, man, um, I really, really enjoy crafting and curating menus and and developing bars. So really, kind of diving a little bit more into my consulting side of business. Right. Um, so, so really just kind of putting my mark around town. I just think it's so special and it's such a cool feeling to walk into an establishment and see people drinking these cocktails that you put together. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, letting people know you do it. It's just, it's just such a fun experience to walk around a bar or a restaurant, seeing people have fun and enjoying themselves with a product that I created, right? Like right. It, uh, it just has that special feel to it. 
Um, and then, you know, also, like I said, in 2022, I really want to work on, on, on my, on my boxes and really, and sort of get that off the ground. So basically, like I was saying, touching on a little bit earlier, you know, not doing it in sort of like a month, not, not like subscription based necessarily, but just like my cocktail classes, I curated on my website, same thing, almost putting those classes into boxes, right? So mm-hmm. don't have the time, or maybe you just don't have 10 friends, or maybe you don't have eight friends. Maybe you I don't. don't. <laughs> maybe you just like <laughs> yeah. drinking by yourself, yeah. you know, and you just want to do it at home. You know, having these kids available to people and, and really sort of just taking all the thought processes out of it for people, right? Hey, here's an idea. This sounds good. Let me purchase this step-by-step instructions, right? Just making sure, just walking people through everything, giving people the history of all these cocktails, just kind of seeing, you know, if that spark that was ignited in me from learning about all the history and all of that, you know, if I can share that and and spread that on to others. So um, just really kind of, you know, broadening that a little bit, just sort of adding uh, some sort of of piece to to the business that- Value. Or tangible, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than just my services. Beautiful. Well, Zach, I am very proud of you and Leah, and I love you both very much. I'm excited for your future and um, both of us growing in the next year and being successful and continuing all this stuff. So I just want to thank you for coming on uh, the podcast, doing this live with me. And um, here's to a new year, man. 2021 is out the door. 22. Who knows what's going to come? Cheers, brother. Thank you so, so much for having us on, man. I would love to come back and do this whenever you're thirsty and need to learn a new cocktail. I'm always here for you. Zach, let them know. What is it? Lifeandzest.com? Lifeandzest.us. Us. So once again, it's all about my wife and I, right? It's us. It's it's us till the day we die. So lifeandzest.us. Lifeandzest.us. Dot com was available, y'all. I just didn't. I didn't want it. Okay. I don't want that. I don't want that. And then at Life and Zest on Instagram, y'all. At Life and Zest at Instagram. Please give us a follow. Yeah, everyone give them a follow. I hope we got some traction today. Leah, thank you for doing such a great job with uh, the camera today. I can see it on the live and it looks really great. You know what? She She's killing it behind that camera over there. And man, she looks damn good in that Sheffield Shuffle beanie, I'll tell you. Right you, bo- you both do. Rocking the gear. Love it. There you it can't is. See it. You can't see it, but it's this is this is vintage Sheffield Shuffle wear right here. Oh, I, yeah. I got the vintage. Old logo. logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. I am going to hop off this live. I'm going to stop recording and then um, I'm going to have you hang out for a sec. Okay. You got it, bud. Guys, thank you for watching today. This has been the last episode of 2021 Lost in the Shuffle. I am Peter. This is Zach with Life and Zest. We will see you next year. Thank you, y'all. Cheers.